Hello and welcome to the second Campaign Can Daily Global Podcast. And we're in Can, of course. I'm Gideon Spanier, UK Editor-in-Chief of Campaign. And I'm joined by four of my colleagues from our network of websites around the world. So there's Gurdjieff Deegan, who is Creativity and Culture Editor of Campaign UK. Rahil Chopra, who is the Editor of Campaign India. We've got Maisie McCabe, the UK Editor of Campaign and Robert Sawatsky, Editorial Director of Haymarket Business Media, representing Campaign Asia. So I'm going to introduce each of you and ask you to summarize your day in Cannes in three words. So Gurjit, hi. Hello. Um, I'll say hot, interviews, and fresh-faced because it's Monday. Rahil? Uh, because it's Monday, just getting started. Okay. Maisie? Um, yeah, I'm not used to being here on a Monday. Um Slowly gathering pace. Good. Robert. Hi, Gideon. It's nice to be in the air conditioning. So I'll also say hot. Um, AI and Martin, because I had a double dose of Martin Sorrel today. All right. Okay. So here are the headlines first. And this is the first night with the first Lions winners. So these are just the headlines for now. British Airways and Uncommon Creative Studio won the Grand Prix in outdoor for the UK. New Zealand won two Grand Prix in two categories for radio and audio and for health and wellness. And Working With Cancer won the Grand Prix for health for good. So we'll get to the, that in a second. And I guess the big theme from a lot of the talks and sessions that we've attended has been on the first day, you may have been able to predict this, AI. So we'll also come to that afterwards. So Gurdjieff and I both went to the press conferences for some of the juries of the leading awards. And let's start with Outdoor Gurdjieff. So tell us again who won and why. So as you said, Uncommon Creative Studio won with their BA, work, British Airways work, um, a British original that was out in October last year, if I'm right. They made 512 executions of outdoor posters, as, including digital and stuff, which kind of highlighted the reasons behind people uh, go on holiday. So things like, you know, see your loved one, to get engaged, or um, one said to eat the unpronounceable. So it was Javier Campo-Papiano, um, who was the outdoor uh, jury president, and he led the, obviously, the talk for outdoor at the press conference. Um, it was interesting because he said uh, they were really happy to award uh, a brand, you know, BA is a big brand in the UK. Um, and he said they weren't purposely trying to award a big brand, but they're happy a piece coming from a big brand took us to that place. Um, it's such a legacy brand. So it's nice when you see that kind of work come from those types of brands, because you can prove that way that even an iconic brand can become more iconic. Um, and he said, that's kind of the nice challenge as creatives they have in their jobs every day. And it was interesting because one of the questions in the press conference was, how do we feel, how did the jury feel about awarding uh, this brand, which is quite carbon intensive? What does, what's it say about sustainability? And Javier, as the jury president said, well, they felt that they were thinking more about the purity of the work than, say, the carbon footprint impact. Going on to what else did well in the category before we talk a so, little bit more. Yeah, so that's that, that's interesting. Yeah, so, so the, the jury discussion apparently was very much around 
um, well, the other two pieces of work that he noted was the calm work, so campaign against living miserably and ITV, Adam and Eve's um, The Last Photo, which was um, an exhibition along the South Bank with images of, of people looking seemingly happy, but it's actually the last photo they took. Uh, before they took their lives. So that, that was a really kind of arresting piece of work that was, came out around this time last year. Um, and then there was also the Lacoste work um, that was BETC Paris. So Maisie, pretty good for the UK. What's your take on it? Yeah, it's great to start the first day with a Grand Prix. Um, fabulous for Uncommon. I know that everyone, um, it was a really big deal when Uncommon won BA because they previously had a sort of consolidated model and they were all in WPP with Ogilvy working alongside Wavemaker. So not only did they sort of split the creative out, they also appointed an independent shop and to a, to a bit of business that had a kind of integrated sort of customer um, relationship management type angle to it, which was a, a brief that Uncommon had only just started to offer, essentially. Um, and so for them to come out of the blocks of their sort of first big campaign and win um, and win a Grand Prix at Cannes is a real endorsement, really, for their relationship. And um, I guess we'll look forward to see what comes moving forward. Uh, there's so much more to say, but I think we've got limited time. I'm going to ask to move on to radio and audio briefly. And we mentioned New Zealand did well. So there's also the, the health category. But Gurdjit, tell us a little bit about the radio and audio winner. And the, I think there was an interesting outdoor element to it, given that we know that outdoor has done quite well as a category. We heard yesterday that those entries were up 7%. But in radio and audio, yeah. So this was uh, by Colenso BBDO, um, and it was for a, a brand called Skinny. So they created some outdoor ads with a script for a radio ad. They wanted their customers to to dial in, reading out the copy that was on the posters. Why don't we have a little listen to it? Please record your Skinny radio ad after the beep. To keep prices low, Skinny has printed this radio script on a wall outside an ad agency in the hope that an advertising executive might call the number provided and record it for free, saving Skinny thousands on recording costs. Ad people like me used to make big budget TV commercials on tropical islands. Now we're gluing up street posters and voicing our own radio ads. This is truly a new low, but it's not nearly as low as Skinny's low, low prices. Give us Skinny! Happy, 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 and what was really interesting was hearing the jury president talk about why they ended up picking the winner. Yeah, so that was Celestio Rangarka. He's from FCB. He's the chief creative officer at FCB Joburg and Hello Computer. Um, so this was interesting because the jury was kind of debating over Skinny and Not Milk. And he said the reason they went with Skinny was they wanted to award work that also drives business results um, and he said, the question I asked myself was, which of the two ads can I not wait to share with my clients? And he said, Skinny delivered on that answer. Um, then he said, as an industry, we need to stand behind work that's innovative, that pushes boundaries, is creative, because that's what delivers business results. He said this was a brilliant example of how creativity can actually drive business. And he said, that's what our industry is about. Yeah. And I felt, Maisie, when you were on the podcast on our first episode yesterday, you know, that really plays to what you were saying. And you wanted to see, I think, work that closes the gap between it's great creatively, but it's also building businesses. Yeah, indeed. And I mean, it's sort of even 
It was even a smaller ask than that. It was just that was answering a need from a business as opposed to being kind of created in order to enter into awards, if I can say that. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, to, to do something that answers a business need and then delivers for that business and that need has, has got to be the reason that, you know, people who work in agencies are there. Robert, so there was one New Zealand win. Let's get to the other one also uh, in the health and pharma section. Yeah, this was a Grand Prix for health and wellness. And uh, it came from special group in Auckland. And I had mentioned it at our when we spoke last time that this was kind of a piece of work that I was really looking forward to, to seeing how it would perform. And voila, Grand Prix uh, on the first day. So um, well done to special group who really have been on a roll. They uh, were awarded the um, Australia New Zealand Independent Agency of the Year uh, at the Campaign Awards. They're really an, an outstanding agency. What stands out on this one for me is it's just it's a perfect melding with the the medium. So in this case, um, in New Zealand, what you have to understand is that it under indexes on life insurance. It's actually one of the most underinsured, which is surprising. But you know this came out of the, the case study, and so to change that, you have a life insurance company, obviously, that wants to sell more life insurance, but they partnered with this uh, Kiwi whodunit, this mystery series, uh, the Brokenwood Mysteries. And in each episode, a character gets whacked. And so during the end credits, you see them on the gurney in the morgue and they wake up and like a zombie, um, you know, begin talking about well, how unexpected it was and what are my kids going to do now? And it's all done very much in character. So the, the you know, the message is obviously like, wish I had life insurance. Um, which is encouraging more people to get life insurance, but it also is perfectly in character. It's highly relevant to the plot. It's shot throughout the season. Um, it fits the the client. It fits the product. It's kind of a rare case where it all comes together. So uh, just also on the topic of uh, health, we mentioned that working with cancer had got the health for good line. And I think that's really a, a great thing in the sense of that this is a cross-industry initiative and there's a more news I know coming from the Working With Cancer project and that's coming on Wednesday, I believe. Now, Rahil, you're here and obviously we planned the podcast by inviting people uh, in advance. We haven't heard a lot about India in the Lions winners on the first day. What's going on? It's been a quiet day for us. Uh, we usually, we, we have been spoiled for wins over the last few years. We had a Grand Prix in health and wellness last year itself. Uh, back in 2016, we were Healthcare Agency of the Year as well. So having a no-show in Health and Pharma is a little bit of a surprise. Uh, having said that, just like I said, we're just getting started. I'm hoping that it improves over time. We have, uh, I think, 55 shortlists in all so far. So hopefully they'll convert to wins tomorrow. And just as we've all been walking around Cannes yeah. uh, on our first full day, um, do you have any sense about what the representation is like from India this year? I've seen very few people today. Uh, a lot of them are waiting to know if they're going to be winning before taking the flight uh, and coming from India. The The rest of them seem to be around in the area and they're probably going to come later on in the in the week. Uh, the CEO of Malin Lolintas, uh, Subhu, he's here. But other than him, I've not really seen anyone out here yet. So I know that you have been uh, attending a few sessions today. And Robert, also, we talked about how AI was always going to be a topic. I think, Maisie, you said that maybe AI could have predicted it was going to be a big yeah, topic. Sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, there's an awful lot of hype, but uh, any sort of substance to the AI talk. So, Rahul, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so Martin was talking about AI and AGI. He also spoke something about the metaverse, which I thought was uh, contradictory from what he said in the past. 
So in 2022, uh, we headlined with this when he said, oh, the metaverse is a very sexy place to be in, but it's much hyped right now. Uh, come to the present day, 2023. Today, he said how uh, criticism is unwarranted for the metaverse and it's doing really well for industries like health and sport. So that was something which was really interesting because I remember on the back of the comment that he made last year, a lot of uh, Indian creative heads were probably uh, not really neglecting the metaverse, but were not taking so much importance of it. Now, when he says something like this, and Sir Martin is really big in India, people are going to take note of this. And I guess like, we're going to see even more metaverse campaigns now. Robert? Yeah, I saw a few sessions. Uh, one was David Droga, uh, who came out and, and basically said one of the reasons why he joined Accenture was uh, because of the future of technology and, and, and talent. And he talked about how they've invested $3 billion for, in three years um, in AI projects, and that it means that they've been spending a lot on talent. And so that they have 40,000 AI-specific people working there now, but they're going to be hiring another 40,000 AI-specific people. So there you're looking at AI as kind of a, as a you know, talent growth uh, you know, prospect. On the other hand, um, Sir Martin Sorrell, who I, you know, who took to the stage uh, shortly afterwards, was talking about the impact there that it's going to have on you know businesses. Um, he looked at kind of the way it would speed up copywriting and also the effect on media planning and buying, which kind of both of those would com- you know completely be be revolutionized. His quote was, you know, would you trust a twenty five year old media planner to optimize your media or an algorithm? Um, so he, he also spoke about, you know, hyper-personalization and kind of knowledge leveling across the board. So there were other areas too, that are going to, to help. Yeah. And I popped along to the wall street journal house where Brad Lightcap, who is the CEO of OpenAI, the creative chat GPT was talking. And I mean, I guess it was quite an optimistic session in lots of ways. And he was challenged a little bit on, you know, is it going to mean fewer jobs and people being put out of work? And he was actually saying, which I can believe is that it could end up creating more jobs because actually, you know, it's going to clearly impact every area. And I guess for this sort of audience, which is probably more financey, he was trying to make, he was making the point that you're going to need limiters on this, right? There's there's the fear of what this could go go wrong and the accelerators who are also are going to play an important role in hopefully elevating stuff. And, and it could automate in a good way, some quite average stuff, but Maisie, we just quick catch up on, uh, you know, can is meant to be fun. I know you did, you managed to uh, spot a little bit of music happening in the middle of the day. Yeah, so I was in the press centre looking through our UK shortlist table um, and correcting some, um, you know, the writing of the agency names, something very, you know, important, but not necessarily creative um, and yeah I just heard some music from outside and so the for people who don't know the press room is in the back of the palais and there's sort of um, there's a balcony out there as well so I went out into the balcony and Daryl from Run DMC was doing a little I mean I, I was going to say impromptu but I guess presumably planned and paid for set yeah. uh, which was fun it was good it was a nice little like bit of yeah like this is this is can I suppose if you hear if you hear some music it, it might well be the actual artist <laughs> Singing it. And what time was this? Uh, about two o'clock in the afternoon. In the blazing yeah, sun. Yeah, right? so there's I mean, a bit of cover. This is not nine at night. Yeah. He was. He, I don't know. I'm not. I've not followed his trajectory, but he was sort of like singer come kind of life coach. Sort of was his is his presenting style. So he had the audience kind of chanting back at him. It was quite uplifting, actually. It was nice. 
any other fun stuff? It's uh, uh, day one. We haven't even had the first night of parties yet. So uh, anyone had any fun, interesting experiences? So I bumped into uh, Seth Fabregas and Alan Shero. I'm a big football fan. Uh, there's Trevor Noah as well around there. Bumped into them. Uh, nothing really interesting. From, from an England perspective, uh, uh, he, he was speaking at the Spotify beach and they asked him, who do you prefer, the English fans or the Spanish fans? And he said, the English fans are more passionate. There's the most singing around the stadium. So that's something for the England contingent. Uh, just when it comes to having fun, a lot of it is around the parties. Um, interesting point. I was on a yacht and was asking them if they, they will take it out with their clients and have parties, which normally happens. Um, the response I had was, no, we're going to dock it this year because the carbon footprint, it just, does, does, just doesn't look right to have yachts driving around uh, in circles while people are partying. So <laughs> that might actually, you know, uh, have an impact here in terms of, you know, what impression people want to make. It's a big question for everyone here. And I and we're still on Monday. And I'm, I think we all think that it's totally right that sustainability should be under the spotlight every day. It's, it's, and, it, and, it, and through the work that is being awarded, it's everything sends a message about our industry. Well, I think we're out of time just to say we're going to be back again this time tomorrow and we've got the craft results the craft lions and we've got the entertainment lions including the new creative gaming line uh, which uh, attracted 600 entries which is not bad for a new category I would guess and I want to say thank you so much to Gurjit, Rahul, Maisie and Robert Thanks for joining us. And if you'd like to read more about Can Lions and all the other news from the advertising world, please visit our websites, campaignlive.co.uk, campaignlive.com for the US, campaignasia.com and campaignindia.in for Campaign India. If you enjoyed this episode of the Campaign Podcast, please follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. This podcast has been produced by Kay Besant from Haymarket Business Media and Aidan Lyons from Rethink Audio. Thank you for listening and join us again tomorrow on behalf of the Campaign Campaign team around the world. Goodbye.